Here's something that we've known since the dawn of bread. Everything is better sliced. Let me explain. Slice a pineapple, you get a blast of fresh fruit. Slice some jeans, get some jorts. That's why the new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail-style flavors, including pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Try the new Captain Morgan Sliced because sliced is better. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan Sliced, premium flavored malt beverage with natural flavor and certified color. Captain Morgan and Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up here. There's something we should all be doing. It's going to improve your life, make every day a little bit better. And that is eat more Reese's peanut butter cups. Yes. Think about it. All the gurus, all the coaches out there, they've never said the words eat more Reese's. I mean, the combination of sweet chocolate and salty peanut butter. I mean, this is something that brings other people and ourselves joy. That's why there's two in a pack. Shop Reese's peanut butter cups now at a store near you found wherever candy is sold and often in my pantry because I love these. How is your sock drawer looking? I know when I open up mine, it is a sad scene. There's lone socks, holy socks. Well, guess what? It's spring cleaning, which means Bomba's spring collection is here, and they have new garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They've got stripes and florals, all new, vintage colored rib socks. I love them. They are the best sock your feet have ever been in. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bomba's. Head on over to bombas.com slash bonkers and use the code bonkers for 20% off your first purchase. That's B. B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash bonkers. Use the code bonkers at checkout. Monkeys, miscarriages, and Arnold Schwarzenegger having a baby. We saw Junior, so you know what that means. Now it's time for How to Disco Bake. Gonna have a good time, celebrate some failure. Not just be a hater. Can't you tell you wonder how to Disco Bake? Let's wallow in the mediocrity of subpar art. Hello, people of Earth, and welcome to the 100th episode of How Did This Get Made? I am joined, as always, by my two co-hosts. Please welcome uh, Jason Manzoukas. How are you, Paul? Congratulations on 100 episodes. Congratulations, Jason! Hooray (laughs) and huzzah! (laughs) And welcome to the podcast... June Diane Raphael. Hello, June. Hi, Paul. Congratulations, June, on a hundred episodes. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we have done uh, what most podcasts do in a year, <laughs> in about five years. In in about four and change short years, <laughs> we have completed that which other people do in a matter of months. Uh, we have made the landmark. Um, I'm actually Googling right now just uh, just to see when we actually had our first, our very first episode. Uh, and it was, uh, it's almost there. Almost, Here we go. Almost there. I can't wait. I'm like, like bated um, breath. Yeah. Bated breath. When do you think out. it was, Jason? I have like legit oh, no idea. I think it was January of 2011. Guess what, guys? June is correct. Nice. Our first episode aired on December 21st, 2010, with our first mini episode being December 10th, 2010. Is that true? Yeah. That's shocking. So <laughs> it's taken us a long time <laughs> Holy to get cow. to 100. That <laughs> so from, is blowing my mind right now. Wow. So all of 2011. So basically, 2011 is when we started, you know, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's still a long ass time. <laughs> that's a long time. It's a lot of movies. It's a lot. That's many, many, many hours of our lives wasted watching movies <laughs> that are 
reprehensibly bad, some of which we've already seen before. <laughs> we have decided for you, the fans, what we are going to do is finally do the movie that inspired our poster, Junior. You've been waiting for it. Everyone's been hungering for it. Hungering for this. I've gotten upwards of 11,000 yeah. emails. People it's hard just like, to walk down the street sometimes. Junior! <laughs> when are you going to When are you gonna Where's do that? Junior? I think people are calling my name June, but they're actually just saying Junior. <laughs> June, did you see that somebody named their baby after you? I did see that. So <sighs> great. And if you'd like to continue to do that, you can do that with Yeah, Jason I can't help but notice me. that none of you dum-dums have named your baby after me. <laughs> but you A should. little baby named Zooks? Come on. <laughs> now, um, we are doing Please this. Please don't name your child Jason. <laughs> name, name him Zooks. Uh, could they name him Raffi? No! Oh, that would be, uh, that poor kid. That would be awful. You, someone's going to get I would feel that. awful if somebody was like, I named my son after Raffi. I'd be oh, like, God. you are raising a monster. People name their kids after Ruxin all the time. No, oh, name, really? Name your dog Ruxin. Don't name oh. your, your child that. We are doing this episode <laughs> guestless. Uh, 100% guestless because Fuck guests. It starts with us. It ends with us. The episodes. Alpha and the Omega. We don't need you guys. We are celebrating 100 episodes. Although we are not ending this. No, we're not ending. Clear. Fine, fine. It, Everybody's been waiting. It's, it's all come day. together. It's like it's almost like uh, that episode of Serial where you find out who actually did it. This is it. <laughs> this is the final reveal. We really come full circle here, people. Uh, uh, all of our mysteries. dreams have come true. All of your dreams have come true. <laughs> well, I will say, uh, without a doubt, I believe that this is quite literally one of the most ridiculous, <laughs> crazy, big studio movies ever made. I, I really do believe that out of everything that we have seen in the five years that we have done this, this is one of, if I not the craziest. I am shocked that this got made, that this was, uh, that the caliber of people who were involved are involved. Yeah. yeah. I, I, well, it is kind of shocking because it's it's a comedy that deals with like some serious ethical. Oh, yes. Well, complicated issues. So it, it is pretty shocking that this was. It also deals with like very clear like. um like female body rights issues, yes. like like there's certainly Absolutely. like, but I do, with I do a take, real hijinks level, that's like what's broad comedic bent. Well, I will, I will, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a little bit of umbrage with both of what you're saying here. You're gonna, say, you're gonna uh, umbrage us. I'm gonna Don't umbrage take you guys. Too much umbrage. I'm gonna take a little umbrage with you because are you um, gonna Dolores umbrage us? <laughs> <laughs> this movie is classified as a comedy. But I would thought you were going to say this movie is classified. <laughs> this movie is classified. Eyes your only. Eyes only. Uh, but it's classified as a comedy. But there are not many jokes in this movie. Well, I mean, Emma Thompson is quite a klutz. <laughs> well, uh, when you say that, uh, literally, Emma Thompson carries most of the comedic weight yes. on her shoulders with well. with just physical clumsy. This is like the kind of real sweet spot of she's so smart. She's a she's like doesn't even can't control her body like her. She is so smart, a scientist a that her body is like a strange thing Look, to her. I found all of her stuff to be a breath of fresh. <laughs> I really did. I really did. That's how I felt about Langella. Uh, oh, really? Oh, I did not like. Langella. Oh, I'll take Langella all day, really? all night. Love it. Um, I love Langella. Well, first of all, this movie, I mean, I'm a big fan. of My favorite Thompson. Hollywood couple, Langella, Whoopi, Whoopi the number best. one, the best. <laughs> That movie where she was. They're going to make it work, guys. They're going (laughs) to make it work. Um, Well, I I also think that this is a movie that uh, brings out 
a character we don't often see, which is Schwarzenegger, which is when you put <laughs> boo, <laughs> you put you put glasses on Schwarzenegger and you go, oh yeah, yeah, now, now he's a, now he's a real smart guy. He looks like a weightlifter, but he's real smart. And he it doesn't. He cannot sell me on being smart, even a tiny little bit. Can I just play him saying his science words? This is the yeah. this is the most smart he is. Miscarriage-prone female reproductive system is merely an extension of the body's natural and necessary instincts to reject foreign matter. Just two drops. The body mistakenly identifies the embryo as an unwanted foreign substance and creates antibodies to fight and reject it. From this equation comes the idea for the drug okay, expectant. Wait, is that what this drug does? Yes, I'm confused about the drug and now hearing it again. I think I'm understanding a little bit better. This is buried in the very top of the uh, of the movie. It's uh, the very tippy top. Almost the first words spoken are that monologue. I didn't pay attention to that at all. Okay, so, but, okay, so, and this was honestly my big problem with the movie. I felt like... It's oh god there there are some huge ethical questions raised by this movie. Oh, there there really are, are there are huge biological <laughs> yes, questions that yes. are, remain on. There are some scientific questions for but, a movie that has so much science in it. Okay, they make but no this attempt. is my problem. Like it's one thing to implant an embryo into this man for the sake of like, which now I'm sort of understanding like women not miscarrying anymore and like mm-hmm. that's actually you know for a beautiful purpose. But for most of the movie, they're just so psyched to make money off this drug. Well, Danny. Danny DeVito is. Danny DeVito is. But nobody seems to really care about what this product actually does. Well, the product, I don't even understand. I don't think that's true. I think, I do think they care about it. I mean, Schwarzenegger, it's like, it's his passion project it's he's putting all of his effort into it i think he believes in this for the great for the greater good when did I you think, s- where what in the beginning because and he's heartbroken to lose his lab and he did th- th- that they're not going to get fda approval or whatever i agree with that but i, don't I never think he's saw part of the that money he's connected side. to what this drug could actually do which is to help women who are suffering from like repeated miscarriages. Right. By the way, this movie is about a drug that helps women stop having miscarriages. Is it? That's, I mean, no, that's where it's it a starts. movie about that drug g- helping get a man <laughs> pregnant and how hilarious that is. Well, by the way, no one does it better than Joan Rivers and uh, Billy Crystal in The Rabbit Test. RIP. Uh, RIP to both of them. Uh, the. <laughs> Uh, oh, Billy Crystal. But, but I didn't understand even – I mean, the science, they make no attempt. They make no Zero attempt. Zero like, attempt. They, they basically say we're going to shoot it in a – Where? A, in where? In his stomach in as where? if there's another sack, an Here's empty the sack thing. in his How is that baby being nourished? Okay, guys. How is I the baby – being okay, nourished. No the, there's no amniotic fluid. The baby no is not breathing. Cord. There's no umbilical cord. There's they just put no an embryo in a cavity, like an empty cavity oh, in his I'm body. Oh, now I'm understanding. At one point, did they say, oh, we'll put him near the, we'll put the baby near the intestine? So that, no. was that the plan? No, I mean, that, they, that, was, no, that was when it was too big and it got tangled in the intestines. No, there is no reason that the baby should be able to live, grow, and flourish in a man's chest torso, yeah. in a man's trunk. <laughs> 
It makes no sense. But they are, they explain so much science garbage in this movie up until the point where they should tell us a lot of science as to why this is happening. And then, none. And why and then they working. give us zero. Yeah, that's what I mean. Why it's why it's why this is able to happen. Why why the baby is allowed to grow in his stomach makes Absolutely she no. She sort of posits that you could just like inject an embryo in anyone's in any, like in any, arm in yeah. any it wet hole. Growing. Well, to me, again, it's like, why did they have to go down that science rabbit hole? Why not just make it a magic movie and go, hey, he woke up and he's pregnant? Like, we don't know why he needs to learn. Well, a then lesson. we'd have the odd life of Timothy Green. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait, wait. Now, here's the other thing about it. The movie makes no sense because it opens up with Schwarzenegger studying in a library and he sees a baby and he picks up the baby. He's like, oh, baby. Anyone? Whose baby is this? There's a baby here. And he seems frightened of the baby. Then he walks into a room full of babies and it's a dream. Like, oh, God, what a nightmare to be surrounded by. One of many dream sequences in this movie. See, and that's honestly what I wish the movie had been, which was about a guy. All dream (laughs) sequences all the time. Which, I mean, maybe there was an attempt to do this, but, like, if it had been about this man who's terrified of having babies and terrified of being a dad and terrified of, like, having a family, that I would understand. Like, oh, then we watch him. Instead, it's just sort of this guy who who has a baby growing inside of him, and he seems like he's being possessed. It seems like he is literally becoming a woman. Yes. What happens in the movie is he transitions into a woman. Well, he is taking, according to one of the side characters, enough uh, progesterone uh, progesterone, uh, to get – uh, like uh, what you do if you get to be yeah. transgender. Yes, yes, to get to, to transition your sexuality. I mean, this this is actually you know very similar to Transparent on Amazon. Transparent, uh, inspired by this movie yeah. directly. <laughs> the, uh, but to me, it's like it's also weird because he's a very sympathetic. Can I doctor. have some water, June? Yeah. <laughs> you really know doing... these mics are real good, right? <laughs> Sorry. Just go ahead. Let's just pour that water. Yeah. Glug glug glug. <laughs> do you want to take a sip? <laughs> 100 episodes. <laughs> Doesn't give a fuck anymore. Um, we should have but- done this episode drunk. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. I love Squarespace. I'm in the middle of trying to balance my business life and my real life. This work-life balance, it's tough. But Squarespace has been helping me by giving me the tools to reach my goals and have time to celebrate. That's right. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online with the guided design system of Squarespace Blueprint. You can select from curated layouts to styling options, optimize for every device, get your website discovered fast with integrated optimized SEO tools, Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. Plus, with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about. You choose your tone and enter what you need to get auto-generated perfect text. Anyway, I love Squarespace. I've been building sites with them from the beginning. And when I launched my book, I said I'm doing it all myself on Squarespace, and I'm very pleased with it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash bonkers to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Texas Pete! Oh my gosh, I love Texas Pete. It is the hot sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. All right, Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold and balanced flavor. I've loved Texas Pete for years. When I got a box of their stuff at my house, I was so psyched because what I love about their hot sauce is their tanginess, okay? You can use it on anything, and you're going to try every flavor. I mean, you got the original, which is great. 
That's fermented peppers. It's a special blend. Then you got the hotter hot sauce, which is three times hotter than the original. And believe me, it is not for the faint of heart. Then you got Sabor by Texas Pete, which adds an authentic Mexican flavor. And I got to tell you, that might be my favorite next to their dust dry seasoning, which matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. It is so, so great. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration and use the promo code podcast24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. I recently went to the Telluride Comedy Festival and I was sick and tired of staying in the same kind of cookie cutter places and I went on Airbnb and I found a perfect spot for me and the family. We had an amazing time because we felt like home. Then I realized, wait a second, what if I could give that feeling to someone else? Yes! That's the best part. When you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. That's right. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who have never thought about it or didn't even realize that their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and you can make someone feel great and make a little bit of money too because we all need a little bit of money and maybe your talent or your gift to the world is having a killer place. So if you have a home, but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So well, if you, we're just spending a moment talking about the biology of it, so yes. there's no way this baby could grow um, inside a man's body. No way whatsoever. So when the baby... Zero. Zilch. Zip. So, Nada. He, at one point, at the, toward the end of the movie, he starts to go into labor. Yes. There was there had never been mention of a plan yeah. to get this baby out. Well, they were just going to bring it to. They were going to abort it immediately because. Which, by, not, by the way, that's crazy. What do you mean? That they were going to abort it. Well, they were yeah. going to abort it after the first trimester. Right. There, there was no. They did not want to bring it to term. Exactly. They just wanted to prove that they, he they, wouldn't they have could do it. Okay. Which is fu- which is fine, guys. Like I believe in the right to choose, but I'm just saying again, this is a big budget comedy. Where yeah. at one point we were all just watching these two, our two leading men decide to abort a child. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, Danny DeVito is actively Danny DeVito is actively is actively trying to get abortions going in this movie numerous times. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he loves <laughs> abortions. Danny DeVito is an OBGYN in this movie. But this is the thing. Like this is a sequel to a movie where the premise. So the first movie was they're twins. How hilarious is that? You got Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger. They're two opposite. Unlikely. unlikely. And then this one's like, hey, let's get rid of all the fun of that. Let's just make them both scientists who are really into uh, birth and fertility. And let's just go down this rabbit hole and really make some statements. And uh, and that's what America wants to see when the team up happens again. But by the way, why at a fertility clinic – was he also delivering babies? Well, I think he was a OBGYN. Yeah. By the way, did I you think see- he's an OBGYN who's working with the university to develop this drug. And, he and he's using the drug in his practice, or he wants to use the drug in his oh, practice. Okay. And he right. loves fertility, and we know this because he has a sperm paperweight on his desk, and behind him <laughs> on his walls are pictures of sperm going into eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, which is but really- we also know that like he, and, and I did think I, I, I was kind of sweetly into him and his ex-wife's relationship. Oh, please, then explain it to um, me. 
But, you know, like, the the other part of it for him is, like, he and his ex-wife uh, never were able to get pregnant, and it was likely his fault because she raw-dogged somebody from Aerosmith and got gets pregnant in the movie, and then he has to become her OBGYN. But, so, like, I feel like there's some investment. With, uh, they do a lot of the movie, what we haven't said so far, is that in equal measure to the movie's absurd slapstick nonsense is... Very saccharine, schmaltzy, emotional heartstrings pulling. I would say that the movie is 75% heartstrings, yeah. emotional, dramatic work, and 25% oh, and Emma Thompson with a piece of cheddar cheese on her face. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, well, and don't forget the end of Act 2 Bosom Buddies episode, oh, where yeah. the, for inexplicably, in the, in the end of Act 2, they dress Schwarzenegger up <laughs> like a woman yeah. and check him into a into maternity where? hospital. Well, but by the is way, that I'm, what that place is? Yeah, it was like a hospital for women who are expecting children who need might need medical it's, care, or might need kind, watching over, or whatever. It was kind of like a pregnancy camp, and yeah, there was no husbands it like a, around. It was like a spa for pregnant ladies. <laughs> I thought it was for like basically unwed mothers. That that was the idea that women would go there and have their baby. I've never heard of such a place because yeah, no, it, it wasn't a maternity exist. hospital. It wasn't even a hospital because if you were in like if you're in danger of having your baby too early or having a miscarriage, you, you want to do it like the, in Ojai uh, at yeah. like uh, at the Ojai Valley Inn, right? That's where they go <laughs> in this movie. They go to like a resort. Um, the thing I was going to say about his character is Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger, there's no real difference uh, of their point of view to have two leads both kind of on the same page. Well, that's what's weird, too, is that Danny DeVito starts off saying, you know, that once he realizes that Arnold's starting to get connected to the child, even though he's only in his first trimester. Again, huge ethical ethical issues brought up. But So he's connected to this baby who's inside of him. And then he decides he doesn't want to abort the baby. And he goes home. This is where I was inexplicably all of the expectant drug is in his bedroom just waiting for him there. (laughs) Okay. So he continues the pregnancy and Danny – much to Danny DeVito's dismay – but then Danny DeVito later in the movie says, hey, that's my baby too and Mm -hmm. takes – Complete ownership over well, the baby, as though he's going to be the baby's well, dad. Well, Danny DeVito wants to be a yes, dad. He, I think Danny DeVito wants to be a dad. That speaks to, like, he never was able to have a baby with his ex-wife. But by the way, is that why they got divorced? Because they didn't seem to have any other problems than that. They were still sleeping together. And at one no, point— No, they were sleeping in different rooms. But so he why? did say—but remember when she said, I'm seven weeks pregnant— he said, right. oh, we had that, sex like, the at that wedding. wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so they're right. still kind they of They still have boning. a good relationship-ish. But, but I she think just, like, the, like, She's like, Get, I can't be with you because you can't knock me up? Is that the I only think reason? That, I, think that, I don't think it was that. I think that the effort – because he says that he tried to get her pre- – they tried to get pregnant for eight years. Right. And, and so think I think that just, that just took them? its toll. You, know, you the, would think a fertility doctor would maybe be able to – And therein <laughs> it lies the <laughs> absolute tragic – consequences of this movie. <laughs> um, I felt like um, what what's fascinating about this movie is that let's say you take a movie that is a romantic comedy about like uh, a di- mismatched couple trying to ha- suffer through a difficult pregnancy. What are they going to do? Yeah. What's the Molly Ringwald movie that's about this? Um, she's having a baby. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and Some kind of wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> do not it is some do not malign some kind of wonderful <laughs> Mary Stuart, Stuart Masterson, Masterson. Amazing. My future wife. They shot Untamed Heart on my block. I would go to oh. my dorm just to see her. What? That's awesome. Um, but um, what this movie gives us is that same kind of storyline, very emotional, hormonal woman and very kind of stoic, difficult man. Only it's DeVito and Schwarzenegger as the couple. They move in together. They're living together. But yet, Schwarzenegger's becoming more and more and more of a woman. It's bizarre. But again, <laughs> this is, all right, a quick rewrite of this movie would be this. Go. Uh, okay. <laughs> Schwarzenegger is a guy who doesn't care about getting women pregnant, doesn't care about women, just cares about the money and the drugs. Like, oh, yeah. Right? Doesn't it, care about women, just uh, money and drugs. Because he's the one who's like, he's so focused on his job, right? Because then when he would have the baby, mm-hmm. he would then learn, oh, this is that I need to be a better bedside manner. Okay. And then I feel like Danny DeVito would want to be the guy who is uh, always wanting to be a dad. And never being a dad, which I think is kind of what he is. But the minute Schwarzenegger gets pregnant, DeVito doesn't really want him to be pregnant. I think the only clean rewrite of this movie is that Schwarzenegger is the guy who's sort of the womanizer and never wants to settle down. Sure. Treats women like shit. But then he's working with this scientist, Emma Thompson. He's the money guy. She's sort of the heart and the science owner. And sh- there, it's about their relationship. Well, Danny I would DeVito agree. needs to be cut out well, of the movie. I, I, the character does I not agree. make any sense. Well, I agree with that. I, I, I went into my, I went into my pitch knowing that the studio is like twins was a hit. We Soon. need to put them back together, mm-hmm. and this movie was probably okay. written. Here's yeah, my pitch. Go. You ready? The movie unfolds as June says. Um, it is. You got to put them in there. That's the only the <laughs> only reason the why this movie it's exists. Schwarzenegger. Though. Okay. And it's Emma Thompson. Sure. Okay. He gets pregnant. And has the baby at the end of Act One. That baby oh, is Danny, Danny DeVito. Love it. <laughs> so okay. Little man crossover. Now, I love it. Now what we've got is we've got a Danny DeVito in a diaper running around like crazy. <laughs> He's all misshapen and troll-like because of the drug. So we believe it. He's more the drug caused him to be more advanced. He's love totally this. verbal. Um, he is delivered it's like Mork from Mork. And there's a sec- there's a thing. There's the, you watch the C-section happen where he comes out of Arnold's stomach like. Like an alien <laughs> chest burster or whatever, uh, uh, straight out of Arnold's stomach, or like like when the episode of It's Always Sunny when he emerged naked from the yes. sofa. Mm-hmm. It's just like that. Only pr- pretend that's Arnold's belly, and uh, and that's it. And that's the movie. It's it's a straight laced scientist and a womanizing Love man that. trying to raise uh, a, a monster baby played by Danny DeVito. Home run movie. That's a home run shit. movie. <laughs> I didn't realize we could really reinvent the entire plot. I was trying to. <laughs> Take what we had here and reshape it. Now, you guys really opened it up. Uh, uh, it's called We're Having a Baby? <laughs> <laughs> We're Having a DeVito. This is also one of those movies where you will never know a character's name. You're just like, oh, yeah, Schwarzenegger, yeah. DeVito, Emma Thompson. The um, By the way, this movie is full of faces of very talented people that uh, that went on. Like Christopher Maloney is in this movie. He has one line. One line. He is a guy that Danny DeVito seems way too excited to explain how the jerk-off room works. He's like, and there's ah, like yeah. so many Disgusting. pornos in there. So many. Because they have the latest pornos and the oh, latest yeah. magazines. magazines. Yeah. Why would you need the latest? As if you couldn't just <laughs> well, jerk off to some old I get classes. that. I get that. I wouldn't want to go in and be like, oh, I've seen all these. <laughs> Can't get hard to these there old There were rows pornos. and rows and rows. It, was, it made a porn. <laughs> store look like, like small like yeah. well here's the thing I don't want to go into a jerk off room and be like oh Tracy Lord's videos no thank you <laughs> well 
Well, here's the other thing. If you want to know what caliber of joke we're talking about in this movie, because there are not many, uh, the biggest jokes are like when Schwarzenegger jerks off, he produces a cup with like a lot. No, that's no, urine. No, that's, no, no, that's urine. urine. I know, but he also had. He does a, have a jerk off scene. Is it does, a lot? It was a lot because he, he does it twice. That was the callback. The urine's a callback. He goes, whoa, big load. And then he said, he, he goes, does that was say a, big load he at does one say point. Big that's load. disgusting. There's a lot of like really dirty language in this movie <laughs> that I was surprised by. Schwarzenegger did not um, produce a comical size amount of semen, but it is a, a large amount. I, yeah. I remember looking at it and going, oh, they probably said, like, oh, it's Schwarzenegger. Well, I got to look. Like, well, I got to compare my like, load like, to Schwarzenegger. Like, I, would load. Say, I would say it was like over two inches. Like, but in that's that a two inches of cum? <laughs> No, yes, it was a big cup. That, uh, you know, he's like, you know, on set he was like, "No, put more in." I want people I'm to know. Glad I'm glad to know that though, because I was baffled by why by the shot of his urine sample and. You mean the half <laughs> gallon of urine he produced? <laughs> you mean like a, a large Gatorade bottle of urine that came out of his body? Okay, these are the things that are weird about his like physical presence in the movie. Ugh. He also, and I really miss this, so you guys will have to explain it to me. When he says later on, he, he's pregnant, and so he's also super horny, and he says that he got an erection by looking at the middle of a honeydew. Oh, I, I didn't understand by that. By scooping yeah. seeds out, out of, of a honeydew gave him basically a boner. Yeah. I don't understand I that. that. Oh, is there anything more erotic <laughs> oh, than the middle of a melon? But I, I get, is the uh, joke. Scooping the seeds yeah. out. Scoop with the stringy hairs to connect the seeds. Disgusting. But, okay, oh, so yeah. is the joke. He likes to finger. I'm genuinely asking, yeah. is the joke that that it's so melon. not erotic? You no, I don't. Filthy, filthy melon. I don't understand uh, it. I think, it, it think to me, in Can my mind, disgusting. He's, he's like fingering the melon. It feels yeah. like he's fingering something. Disgusting. Oh, yeah. By scooping it out? Yeah, by Scoop putting his you. fingers oh, in that. Right. Like, okay, now I got it. Animal. I got it. I got it. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to send you some videos, guys. Disgusting. Oh, my God. This Melon blasters. <laughs> there is so many things. I mean, and this is, I mean, this is the movie. The movie is a, I would say, a serious look at pregnancy. I mean, the comical thing is that it's Schwartz. I mean, if it was not Schwarzenegger, this movie I, I think by the like if it was just a guy, like another mm-hmm. actor, it would not be as funny. Like they're really relying on the fact oh, of see, going. I think it could have been funnier. If it was I a, think his presence makes it somehow seem more serious. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Like somehow to like me, he brings a gravitas. He, to this he role. is so not funny and so serious that I almost find that to be jarring. Oh, that if may this be had it. been Kevin Klein. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is this a funny movie? 100%. I think it has the potential to be a funny movie. Well, but also- You know what I mean? But Arnold Schwarzenegger is just simply not funny and so leaden and so serious. And what you believe about his baby is that this is his baby. And there's no light touch to it to give us the the ease and the comfort to be like, oh, this is funny. That's why I felt very weird watching it. Here's a a scene- that Weird, guess, like turned on. No, okay, no, cool, no, cool, no. Cool. Just making sure. Um, here's a scene Me that kind either. of shows Schwarzenegger doing comedy. It's uh, his when he talks about his sore nipples. Oh, <laughs> this God. would maybe be funny if Kevin oh. Klein did it. Here we go. My nipples are very sensitive. <laughs> That's making me laugh. What? My nipples. They feel like kind of uh, tingling, like tingling, like sore, or like itchy. You surf, huh? Surf. Because I, I, I got that a, a lot from paddling out. It's something about the it, the wax and the salt water. It irritates them. You get what? His, his nipples are tingling. I don't surf. 
It could be your laundry detergent. I used to get that when I used a non-biodegradable soap. Thank you very much for your concern. It's very nice. Or it could be that polyester shirt. Slam on his regular pressed white shirt. He is dressed like a normal person. Yes, in an and office. also... What's more hilarious than a whispered scene about sore nipples? <laughs> and again, I feel like the whole writing of this movie was it's funny because Schwarzenegger's talking about it. Yeah. And by the way, if you're covering up that you're pregnant, why don't you go, yeah, I surf. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, exactly. I was also like, why talk about this in front of your coworkers? My nipples are very sore. And, and he's still going too. to work. He's still going to work and his program is shut down. Yes. So is he still doing research? Because yes. the monkeys are still there. But he was well, supposed she to be. Agreed, well, she agreed to give him her lab because she was upset that he was going but to. But he has no just funding. For, just so for what clarification. No, know. she is spending her money. That's oh. how Langella gets them. Because he's oh. like, didn't we shut this down? Why are we still paying Emma Thompson oh, right. for some of this expectant supply when that shut down? And then Got he it. gets mad at her, and then that puts him on the trail. But and Emma way, Thompson, because yes. we, we just haven't covered this exactly, yes. DeVito and Schwarzenegger's drug is turned down by the FDA this, the university they're a part of Franklin Angela kicks them out yes. and instead brings in Emma Thompson yes. who's doing frozen embryo research and so and their drug isn't approved because they don't have enough clinical research on and, like, humans yes. right? and, and, and and a scene right out of Young Frankenstein we wonder oh how did they find this egg for yeah. uh, Schwarzenegger Danny DeVito breaks into Emma Thompson's frozen embryos and picks out uh, an embryo that is just kind of labeled loosely junior. Yep. Which, Which I, I thought that was strange. Did all the embryos have names on them? I would yes. imagine, yeah. No, but there's a reason why, and she explains it. Yeah. Oh, I didn't you hear that. Because she couldn't put her own name on it because then people would know her assistants no, and everybody would I know un- it was hers. I understood that, but I'm just wondering like. They had the name of the mother. Oh, Sorry. I see. Or maybe the I last see. name of the mother right. or something okay. like that. She chose Junior so she herself would not be identified. Gotcha. Now, why wouldn't Danny DeVito tell Which is synonymous. that? Why doesn't she notice her <laughs> embryo is She gone? is so concerned over right. these embryos that when she falls in the <laughs> cart and breaks through a door and it's a very Marx Brothers scene, she's like, oh, my embryos, and pops open the thing. And she like almost counts them all yeah. and goes, oh, whew, they're all here. Now, this embryo has been missing. For months. Months. Ten weeks later. And it's hers. Her like, own embryo is missing. You would think that in a, in a, in a case. She's terrible at her job. In a case of, <laughs> I would argue, maybe 20 embryos, you would notice one missing. Sure. Especially if it was your own. Maybe, yeah. Like, fair. especially if it was your own. Yeah, I think you would. So, uh, also, if you're not following us, DeVito... <laughs> And Schwarzenegger implant a baby in Schwarzenegger that is Schwarzenegger's jizz and Emma Thompson's egg. That's the baby. And that somehow causes some sort of magical connection between Schwarzenegger and Emma Thompson. Oh, yeah. She starts being like, I don't know why, but suddenly I'm so drawn to you. Basically, she starts saying things that are almost like magic is happening. As if you're when you're pregnant. You radiate like a Wi-Fi signal to whoever has <laughs> no. impregnated. Yes, you. that's what it is. It's yeah. only the person who's carrying your child. Yes, because it's only then that she's Baby like, Wi-Fi. "Wait a minute." Can I just also? I mean, not that this movie grounds itself in any science or even tries to, but I did. This this is an this is it's 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 irresponsible. Yes, how little science they give us on why this is working. And all you really needed was like one PowerPoint. Like I believe Jurassic Park. You say Amber, it's frozen. Yep. Boom, we got it. Done. Show me like moving two on. Seconds. Moving on. Um, I just want to go into this, and if it struck you as weird, 
I don't know. It struck me as weird. Schwarzenegger does all these tests on monkeys. I just was curious how he got, like, where did he get a test group of monkeys who had miscarriages? Like, how did he, like, find out, like, in a group, like, hey, get, hmm. uh, how do you interview monkeys to know which ones I assume have they had, had them while they were in captivity. I get, that's, yeah. a lo- that's a long test study to be like, oh, all right. Uh, that's here's the thing. Th- okay, so here's the thing about the science of it all yes. and the biology. The only way this could have worked is if Arnold Schwarzenegger – was his character was already a woman in this film. I'm sorry? <laughs> Wait a second. The only possibility is that he had a vagina. That's, meaning? That's the only meaning what, way though? that he, he had a uterus. He was and a character who a just was a woman. That's correct. Played by Arnold Schwarzenegger, but was a woman. That's correct. It's the only way this science works So not out. a transgendered man and not a cross-dressing man, but in fact just a woman... <laughs> wow. With a functioning uterus, with That's, a functioning everything. How else would you explain? Oh, oh how believe this me, baby I agree. Survives. No, no, this baby should never have survived. I agree with that 100%. But I want to continue with your conjecture that this movie, in this movie, Schwarzenegger should have been playing a woman. I think maybe he was. Interesting. I feel there, like there's they, a whole other reading of this film where Arnold is a woman the entire time. Wait. This is the only way that this could possibly work, and I don't provide any other explanation. That he is he has woman parts? He has to. No. Wait, well, <laughs> you should just see the look that June gave me. As How if, is the baby so Paul, are you okay with that? Yeah, it was really that looked well, like that was like really that was like a very brutal know, look. Yeah. How else is this baby surviving in his stomach? Through the magic of cinema. Movie? Yeah. Magic. I mean, they yeah, don't the even. Only way. And by the way, Emma Thompson's a very big scientist. And all she needed to go was, how is that possible? And he could say, I don't know. Something with the drug created a placenta and uh, whatever. Yeah. No, they offered no explanations to any scientific people. They're all scientists. The whole first 10 minutes is jargon. Is science jargon about the drug, uh, the FDA jargon? It's all jargon, jargon, jargon. Un- but then when we need to know, Nothing. they don't tell us anything. But my, my, my It point, hurt my feelings. But my point is this again, to bring it back to this. The medicine is about women not having a miscarriage. I don't understand how that medicine even comes into play yeah, with Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Because right. he doesn't that have a uterus separate. or By the way, anything. Guys, guys, it doesn't add up. It genuinely, you're, we're never going to solve this yeah, because right. well, no, they the, themselves well, I, I were like, an answer to it's, that a one, it's a buy. It's a buy. The audience I, just is going to buy it. Yes, but, but I do make, think that yeah. if the idea is like, I mean, from that clip you played, that miscarriages happen because your body rejects this embryo, that because he was pumping himself up with expectant, the, his body would not which it should naturally do, reject an embryo that's inside of him. But how could that, that was be the a, idea? But how could that be an appropriate test subject? Like, yeah, we tried it on a man in his stomach. But well, they be- say that they tried it on a man monkey, a boy monkey, and it worked. Oh, really? Okay. I missed yeah. that. First, they say the reason that they say they can do it to Arnold is uh, because Devito's like, well, remember test subject whatever the the boy monkey. Uh, that embryo lived in him for five weeks, you know, or whatever. By the way, at the end of the movie, is the drug approved? Yes. Uh, I think the FDA is going to sign on or something. Because uh, they never those bring FDA the, guys are real like. Wait, how does the movie <laughs> end? The movie, oh, the, the softest well. ending of all time. Uh, a helicopter shot over the beach. The movie ends. Oh, right. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, one year later. Yeah, yeah. DeVito's ex wife 
uh, who's now his current wife. They she has a baby. Spoilers: the They get back together. Yeah, and Schwarzenegger has a baby, and they're at a joint birthday party, and uh, and they say, "Are you going to have another kid to Devito and his wife?" And she's like, "Oh my gosh, like." Could go through never that again. Go through that again. And, and Schwarzenegger's like, I use amen, sister. And he goes, but uh, I could never do it either. It's too much wear and tear on my body. Maybe you don't have to. And then looks over at DeVito, which DeVito then grabs his child and then runs away. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Which also doesn't make any sense. Well, the sequel to this movie was going to be about a father who abducts his child. <laughs> Summer, the best time of year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there's another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. Here, everyone can have lounge chair access, no reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, we have all the essentials you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Jason, you were talking before that you didn't like Schwarzenegger in this movie. You didn't think he was – brought, he brought too much gravitas to it. Yeah, I find him to be um, – Bad. Okay. What, um, did you like him in Kindergarten Cop? I I didn't really, but that's a, oh. that's a, that's fine. Well, you know, it's funny because I said to June last night, I go, you know, it's so. Uh, I said, I, it's so funny. This movie is so different than what Twins is. Twins is a really great movie. Have not seen Twins since it was released, and yeah. we played the trailer. And uh, and it does not look like a really good movie. Oh, you don't think? Of course it's not a good movie. We've talked about that on the show. we got to continue to do it. Is it good? <laughs> Where we just yeah. watch a movie that is... That we like, remember as good. Like that, My gun, version of twins. that movie is Lady Hawk. Oh, yeah. With Matthew Broderick, Rutger Hauer, and... Um, um, beautiful Michelle Pfeiffer. Every now and then we should just drop those into this. I was it good? used to think it was one of the best movies ever. <laughs> yeah. And then I rewatched it in adulthood and was like, oh no. People, ha- I've been telling people about this movie for years. <laughs> they must think I'm a lunatic. I own Lady Hawk on Laserdisc. Uh, so I was oh. with you as a child. Oh, I beautiful loved Michelle it. Pfeiffer. I love It was like Hilarious my Matthew first Broderick. crush was Michelle Pfeiffer and Lady Hawk and the Double Trouble Twins. Amazing. Oh, those girls were great. Um, but uh, but twins was not those gals. They're great. But you were saying that uh, you were saying that Schwarzenegger is bad. And I only bring that up because Roger Ebert gave this movie three and a half out of four stars. What? And is wow. quoted as saying, "I know this sounds odd, but Schwarzenegger is perfect for this role. Observe his acting carefully in Junior, and you'll see the skills that many serious actors could only envy." Well, here's what's weird. He doesn't <laughs> what? He doesn't overdo it, but I think what you were saying, Jason, is right. Like there could be a version of this too, which is just so big and so broad. And yeah. so well, he doesn't do that, but he also doesn't give it the levity that it no, needs he either. It like so a it's drama. Just, because yes. he also Schwarzenegger was quoted as saying that he spent numerous days on end in obstetricians' offices watching and studying pregnant women. Yes. And I feel like I'm not did- surprised at all. He was so he was very I'm not saying he was bad like um he he's a bad actor. No, or, but I think he was he trying was, to bring too much of a verity. Yes, he was it. truly trying to do something. Yeah. What he was trying to do 
it works in opposition to the movie. It makes it not a comedy. Yes, because he is doing a very serious, very intense read on this humor. He's playing a humorless character. Well, I actually think that that's why they created this. Uh, his little sidekick at the office is this woman who is Danny so DeVito. monotone. No, not <laughs> <laughs> this woman who is so monotone. Oh, the Rhea Perlman so lookalike. Yes, yes, Bobo Rhea Perlman. I think they created her to try to make him seem lighter. Interesting. But I would also argue that Danny DeVito is not super light in this movie either. Nope. They're ne- you have a comedy movie like basically no. anchored by two non-comedic that's, leads. That's why I believe Emma Thompson is a klutz to a degree that every single scene she's in, something absolutely preposterous happens physically. Yes. She kicks her shoe across the room. She eats a a lobster in the closet. The lobster flies flies across the restaurant. Which we don't even see. It's a a nice reveal. You you see uh, Fred Wolf, uh, sorry, you see Fred Stoller grab a lobster claw and then bring it back over to her table and go, you lost this. It's, uh, her clumsiness is truly the comedic relief and it's just not. Great. Oh, I thought it was. I think I she's was fantastic. Great. I, she was fantastic. I think she's fantastic, but I it, I was like, I am done with clumsy clumsy bits, it. you know? I did think she probably also rewrote her whole monologue at the end because that was like all of a sudden there is this Yeah, which are you like, you're now you're gonna take this away from us, that monologue? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which was, was like a re- compelling monologue and like really yep. well written and so not a part of this movie. I agree. That I think she must have just like was, rewritten the entire thing herself. Was it better or worse than Arnold Schwarzenegger's "My Body, My Choice" monologue, <laughs> oh my which God. I should play a clip from you right now? "My Body, My Choice." This is where we really get into some really deep issues in Junior. Only the greatest scientific breakthrough in the history of this university. Langella, doctor. You know we're in this together now. We have a contract, and I quote. Exploitation of results from university-funded research shall be at the sole discretion of the university. Now, you come on. I've ordered some tests. Leave me alone. He said to leave him alone. Escort Dr. Hess to the ambulance. (laughs) Stop. Can't allow He's in a very delicate condition. You know, I'm really disappointed in you, Diana. (gasps) You and your baby are university property now. No, I'm not. (laughs) My body... My choice. Yes. Triumphant moment where he runs away and then hides in drag for the last half of the well, movie. Well, here's the problem, too. I mean, all of the ethical questions. Like, you're watching most of this movie, and I was just thinking the whole time, like, there's a baby inside. Yep. There's a There's, a, there's, there's another a baby life. inside that cannot come out. <laughs> yes. No. That yes. can't come out through that the no like The entire exit movie, strategy. you're just like, how does this baby and come baby out? And the baby is Does kicking. he poop him out? Like, what? Yeah. How? What I was like, is he going to poop this baby out? I wanted him to poop the baby out. I would love that. Um, The other thing that I have a problem with is it also posits that women are completely, and especially pregnant women, completely ruled by their bodies. Yeah. That they have no- Free will. Free will. No, no, no. They are just- Which has huge implications. Well, here's the other thing too. Schwarzenegger is dressed very conservatively, but when he's pregnant- he goes into a Hawaiian shirt phase. Like he's like, oh, bring me to the Big and Tall Man store, which, by the way, has the best extra of all time. This giant who I must find information out. He's back as to the camera for 90% of the shot. But he if is a. If you are that giant or know that giant, please have him contact us please. at HDTGM on Twitter. That guy is a giant. He is not CGI. It was Amazing. If you are that giant, we want to talk to you. Please contact us. <laughs> but he, hey. 
<laughs> we are looking for giants. All the episodes after 100 will be having one giant here. To if hear you there. can get this information to the top of the giant's head, please have him contact us. <laughs> um, but it, uh, but yeah, like that that was an odd choice because I don't think that women decide to dress like he became more casual. And if you think it's because we're hunting giants, that's not it. That is not true. That is not true. That him. rumor is fictitious. Because you don't see the giants after they come to us, that doesn't mean that that's, they are missing that or is dead. It has nothing it. to do with it. We do not hunt them on a large farm nope. in Northern California. We do not go and hunt frost giants. <laughs> but even though they would be the most interesting game to hunt because oh, yes. they're so tall so and big. they propose a, a very big... Well, like, I don't want to get into it. But anyway, we are not killing giants. We, th- we are here to say, on episode 100, we at How Did This Get Made are not committing a giant genocide and using ridiculous. this show in an effort to round up the final remaining giants And for all them. those people that are on iTunes, leaving those in the comment section, yep. you are sadly mistaken. And whoever's calling Prove it a it. giant side, we do not appreciate that. Um, what there is, I I said to June before this movie started, not having seen it, I looked at her and I said, um, you will cry during this movie. Now, Jason, was I right or was I wrong? Did she cry? Yes. A hundred percent. June? Yeah, of course I did. Did you? (laughs) I cried. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) I cried. You both cried? Yeah, at the end. Yeah, yeah. At the very end, I cried a little bit. Yeah. I cried when DeVito had his baby. Me too. Oh, wow. I had a little tear I'm when DeVito had I his baby. I actually had a weird reaction when um, Arnold had the baby because when she came, when when Emma came into the room, oh, I just yeah. wanted we'll him see what to you said. give. <laughs> I said, "Give her the baby." <laughs> you were very angry at him. Yeah, because well, she, she is has betrayed been robbed in this movie. of yeah. this experience, and it's and it would it's be her baby. It is her baby. And who knows, someone who's freezing their right, who knows how many viable eggs she has in there. And the other thing is, like, he makes no, oh, I guess, I'm sorry, that's right. He doesn't know it's hers until he does. Okay, that's, forget it then. And by the way, they're in love. Emma Thompson and Schwarzenegger are in love, arguably from one dance, a okay, half a date. I have a question about yeah, that. No. And a half a okay, kiss. So first but of all, they're in love, I think the movie's, sorry, Jim, go ahead. Well, at the dance, they are at a function that is sort of for pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical executives. Okay, or reps. Why is there a dance floor there? Mm-hmm. Well, it's a social event. <laughs> oh, like okay. Why are there professional dancers there? Well, no, no, no. That they're not professional dancers. They're just they're pharmaceutical reps Wait a that are just dancing really well. <laughs> Do you think okay. that they hired dancers to be there? Those dancers are too good to just simply be pharmaceutical. So reps. what do you think? You, you think, think that like just Merck like sent in like some the people get the party started like party starters? They, I didn't do you think understand it's like that they scene. hire like I didn't know why the Huff, all of a sudden the Huff siblings to <laughs> there come are in? such amazing dancers on this dance floor. Well, I mean, aren't I mean, you ever at like a wedding and one couple is like embarrassingly yes, good one at dancing? Couple, yeah. But in that scene, well, this is pharmaceutical reps. And you know how they <laughs> roll. Just extrapolate. You have to go. You have to go. Like, hey, look, I gotta sell all my pills, you know, and I want to. I, I gotta get my Prilosec out there, and I gotta make sure that people are had a great time at my Prilosec. party. I mean, this is an over-the-counter drug. Prescription way, strength. Well, this is this is back in the day. I mean, oh, this okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. Here's the thing about it. Uh, my dad's a pharmacist, uh, and I understand a little bit about this world. This is like. Oh, just so this a, is an area that you have expertise in. I Paul. do for the, the first pharmaceutical time. industry. Well, Interesting. You're on the board with expertise. <laughs> this is the first time I've well, episode the, 100. This is it. It's I've taken 100 episodes to find to a, tell you a, a little bit about sorry, me. Paul. 
Uh, to, uh, but I'll tell you this, I know a little bit about it. Again, this movie posits something that doesn't exist. So just all the pharmaceutical reps come. And then what? Then just people who have drugs that they want to get in? Well, I don't come think they to, were like, reps. I think the... the Wow, like, for someone who knows a lot about well, the way pharmaceutical it would drugs, it doesn't sound like well, the you way do. It would, the June, way do you want to school him? Yeah, no, I no, do. No, 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 I want to tell you reps. how it works. Reps are the ones that go to the doctors and say, like, here are, they're selling okay. their wares and giving okay. out free samples. So, but the way it would work is a company, a pharmaceutical, like, you wouldn't just have a, you wouldn't have, like, a meet and greet with a bunch of, I mean, they're, they're a bunch of pharmaceutical companies yes. at that party. So what? why would you ever just have a general party with, like, 15 different pharmaceutical companies and then what you'd invite just people who have drugs to kind of schmooze like that doesn't make any like I don't even right. understand what I that event is I had is. no idea what I, that okay, event see, was I don't think I don't think um, DeVito and Schwarzenegger are supposed to be there I think this is a thing where all of these different pharmaceutical companies are there to to meet with like the universe, the people who are developing new drugs in universities, so that the pharmaceutical companies can be like, oh, that's that's a line of, of like, research like we would want to get in on. Like recruiters, we so would we will is, underwrite your research for future drug that we might have. So they're going to a big college game and they're like, I like that guy. I, I like that. I think that's it. Uh, hey, Devito sneaks in because remember, Langella's like, what are you doing here? Got it. You know, like, you're not supposed to be here. Uh, and I think that's what I think. But now, why would Langella not want it? Again, the enemy of this movie is also very unclear because wouldn't he want that to be a success? No, because he because it didn't get FDA approval. He's like, this is this. This can you not can't succeed test this on humans. This oh. can't succeed. So this is this is dead. This project is dead because the FDA is not going to do it. And without their approval, we can't move forward. So I'm going with this other thing. We the have eggs. the hots for. We've got the frozen eggs. But he seems like he's more got the hots for her. That's the only reason why he brought Oh, her. maybe. Because he like. Really? Remember, yeah, because remember when uh, he oh, goes, yeah, he like, yeah, can yeah. I have a dance? And then he sits off to the side and eats a hot dog in a blanket, <laughs> which is the most disgusting scene ever. Schwarzenegger, Emma Thompson eating pigs oh. in a blanket, although he calls it Frank's in a blanket. Fr- he keeps... Saying, saying, Fran- Frank's in a Frank's, Frank's in a blanket. Frank's, Frank's in a blanket. blanket. He's so his performance when he's all female hormoned up it's is so frightening, fey and weird. Honestly, there are many points in this movie where I thought this is a horror film. Yeah, this is absolutely. This is a body horror terrifying. film. This is like it David really Cronenberg could have made this movie. I, I would encourage somebody in our audience to spend too much of their personal time cutting a trailer for this movie that makes it look like a body horror film. And, because and, here's and, what's weird. When you see a pregnant woman, and the, this is why just sort of the the visage, the image of him is so upsetting. When you see a pregnant woman, you your mind is like, oh, she's carrying a child and that child's going to be here one day. Like you sort of see its way out. With him, you just see this pregnant belly as this little weird prison, and you know there's no way okay. this yes. child can get out when of When he goes into labor pains, which are impossible, um, I found myself very uncomfortable because I knew that baby can't get out. I know. There is the only way to get that baby out is to cut it out, and he is being irresponsible by staying in that bed and waiting for Danny DeVito to I fly home on a out. plane. It freaked me out. You got to fucking cut that. Ba- I will fucking come in there and cut it out with a butcher knife, bro. Bro, I will get in there. Well, here's I will the thing. scoop I did, that baby out. I think Danny DeVito offers 
some scientific explanation, which is, I mean, labor pains are, the baby just gets so big that it's yeah. all of a sudden needs but to get out of your body. But isn't it about the contraction of the, of the, uh, the bottom of the uh, Well, once the head uterus? starts to push against it, then But there's it starts- nothing there. There's no, there's no well, hole it's getting Danny out Danny DeVito of. says the baby is, I think, pushing against his intestine. And yeah, that's okay. why that's he's experiencing what look a lot like contractions. Yes. And she's, or I guess what's she's interesting to me is that like the montage, the bosom buddies spa, ladies, pregnant ladies spa weekend portion of the movie, Schwarzenegger is dressed like a woman and he's learning all of the things about how to give birth, all of the breathing techniques, yes. all of everything, none of which is he going to use. No, he cannot have this baby. He's going to get it cut out of so him. That's so strange. Like, by the way, they should just cut it out at the Why end didn't of the, he the... just stay in DeVito's house while DeVito was gone? Well, Genuine I mean, question. That makes <laughs> oh, God, no I Genuine question. I don't. DeVito has to go DeVito away for two days. leave him alone. Why did... Oh, is it to keep him away from Langella? I well, I thought so. that I they went... he knows he's on the trail. But they also, like... Yeah, but, maybe that's it. But they Do don't... You... But they don't also, like... What are they... <sighs> They don't really explain you know, you that. You just really ran out of steam. I, well, because they don't okay? explain it. They they do this like car ride scene where they totally ADR all the voices, and it's like, ah, women are crazy. Women are nuts. You you tell them, uh, you know, they go, oh, I wish you had a baby, and then you have a baby, and they're like, ah, we, we want the baby, when, and then all of a sudden he's in drag. You think a, there Santa are Barbara. some men who feel, or maybe you both have felt this sort of deep curiosity about like what it would be like if you were pregnant. Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh um. Wait, you just, you just said, don't you think that? And we both agreed with I you. Know, you were shocked, shocked by that? Shocked. Were you trying to trick us? No, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. You really, you lured us into that and we're surprised <laughs> yeah, by really, the answer yeah. you got. I'm surprised. <laughs> I think about it all the time when what I'm it, jerking off. I'm like, <laughs> what it my would baby be like belly. to be pregnant? Uh, yeah, it would be, would be yeah. I mean, I imagine it'd be very similar to the big old No, just because penis envy is what? like such a thing that you, but you never hear the flip of that. Wait, like, penis envy? What do you mean? Well, wait, just penis envy? That's what she just said. Yeah, penis envy. Yeah, but penis no, but, envy. But wait, are you saying like women are have penis envy? Well, yeah. I'm saying the Freudian idea of like women are just right. sad that they That's don't like have That's like a Freudian dicks. term. I yeah. understand. You know, that is. Yeah, okay, I didn't. I, but, I, but you never hear the flip of it, and he certainly never explored this idea well, of like as, men having. As, as men, as, as evolved as Paul and I yeah. are very aware of and, and, and curious about what it must be like to be a woman oh, who's having a baby. I mean, this movie oh, okay. drew me closer and just like to it. feeling that belly and this, yeah, m- feeling my tits fill okay, up with but that's milk. That's not what yeah. I'm talking about. Like warming that. your own milk, that's warm milk just I'm squirting out of my nips. That's disgusting. Um, Milk-y, milky nips. What? Now, has I think any- about her all the time. Disgusting. Just milk um, running way, down oh. my tits and belly. Oh shit! Speaking uh, about uh, this, uh, uh, this baby <laughs> Wi-Fi and Jason's milky tits. Um, <laughs> the baby Wi-Fi and Matanza. One hundred episodes, <laughs> and yet we've never said milky tits before. <laughs> Penis envy is also first. Um, Emma Thompson not only has a baby Wi-Fi, but she has a spidey sense because when he goes into contractions, she's like at her workspace in LA, and she's like, "What? Oh, like he calls her." No, no, he calls her on the phone. She before it all happened, she she's really like, type 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 type. Oh, I didn't and she know that. Perks up. She does like a. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He has a little, she has a little uh, moment. There is, uh, this section of the movie, I will say, this is, I, for, for up until Bosom Buddies, which is a lot of the movie. Yes. I was like, ugh, I wish we weren't doing this movie. Yeah. I, I'm, I, neither am I enjoying this, nor do I have really much to say. This is just schmaltzy nonsense. The minute they dress him up like a woman and send him to that weird place, I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Can we play a clip uh, of him uh, in drag? This is uh, Schwarzenegger doing his lady voice. 
I realize that my appearance may be a bit startling. It's sometimes difficult for people to take. If I may speak to your concerns, please. Yes, by all means. When I was a sportswoman on the East German <laughs> Olympic track and field team, they dispensed anabolic steroids as freely as here in America they don't like Gatorade. They pushed it on them. I mean, just... Nothing was mentioned of the side effects that are now so obviously painfully apparent. But I'm all woman. Believe you me. Of course. Believe you me. That actually was a great performance. I thought his performance as a woman was pretty spectacular. It was like, um, it was like, it was as if um, Mrs. Doubtfire was like irradiated by a gamma bomb and became like the Hulk <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. I, that's a movie I would have done. Uh, I would be into. Uh, a movie that is Mrs. Doubtfire and Hulked out Mrs. Doubtfire in which Robin Williams turns into Schwarzenegger and drag. <laughs> that's a movie I'm 100% on board for. It's just odd that there is no, I mean, he's eight months pregnant when he heads into this weird like female retreat place. And I said the whole no, movie should have been that place. Yeah, yeah, but there's no plan for his labor. Nope. By the way, it just... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so and weird. And there's also no plan of like, oh, what is he going to keep this baby? Here's a... Can we... There's, there's, Yes, that's true. Here's one other thing. When he's dressed as a woman at the place, Emma Thompson shows up and fucks him. Yeah. Does she? I couldn't she tell. Yeah. Did they fucks sleep together? Him. Yeah. And his pregnant body. And his big, giant, pregnant <gasps> belly. I don't even understand the angle of it because if she was on top of him like a cowboy or something, the stomach <laughs> yes, would get in the way. Still, stomach is in the way. So is he? Who like, knows? Is Just, he like he can't plow into her? Yeah, maybe like maybe like doggy. So his belly no, kind of goes up over her. Hard. No, no, no. Maybe she that just work. maybe she, she just rides him. On? She wears the strap on and then maybe fucks him. and maybe fucks him because he probably would. Like that it would at work. That, point. that would work. I don't understand how. Yeah, I don't understand how that's. Sec- so okay, can someone please draw a diagram of this okay. and we will put it in if the, the video. Disturbing- if anybody could come up with a flash animation for the sex scene of this movie <laughs> that we can just insert, start with like. The seconds leading up to it, insert your sex scene, and then cut straight to her like putting an, her shirt back on. Like an animatic in a yes. movie. Yep. Please do. The most disturbing 100 episodes. was when he, um, in that maternity place, you see him head to pee, and he's got his big pregnant belly on, and he's sort of walking to the bathroom in profile, and you watch him pee with it. Oh, I, didn't, yeah, I don't I remember that. Oh, oh, yeah, he pisses. So oh, I don't remember that part. Weird. Oh, that's gross. It's just so weird. Why is I want to talk about I don't remember. What year is this? Uh, 1994. Did everybody, did all women at the time just dress in beige? Okay. Oh, it's so beige. beige on all beige, beige, beige all the time. It was Fifty Shades of Beige. <laughs> great, great alternate title for this like, movie. I felt like this movie all took place at, what was that, uh, that play, Laura Ashley? Like that, that, yeah, like, the that bedrooms, that's what it felt like. The, his Danny DeVito's bedroom that he puts Arnold in looks exactly like the bedroom at the maternity It looks like ward. all the clothes come, came from Chico's. Yeah, and they're all in these like long smocks with like three buttons down there. Yes, uh, and like long vests and 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 Emma Thompson. It, and by the way, she looks great. Looks great, but yeah. is constantly wearing pants that have uh, upwards of seven pleats, <laughs> like upwards pleats of seven pleats. Pleats. Pleats, on pleats, pleats, pleats on pleats on pleats on pleats. She has like front pleats, back pleats. She's 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 her rotten. Pleats have pleats. Her pleats have pleats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to uh, pleat those pleats. 
so I can have internal pleat pleats. Oh, man. Well, I, I, well, talking about clothing, there was a moment here I just want to call out to in the big and tall store where the giant was. And again, if you know where that giant is, let us know. We're not going to kill him. We're going to We're looking really well. for that giant. Just let us know where he is. Don't be scared. John Panette, who- uh, We will not was, be terrorized by these giants anymore. <laughs> They, at one point, Schwarzenegger's like, I want to get these pants, but can you leave them a little loose because you know, I might grow into them? And he goes, that's the spirit. Yep. Like, so are the The chubby people, guy, not the giant. The, the, the chubby guy. Is that the, the spirit of the big and tall story? Like, to make you more fat? Like, there's not like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, way to go, fatty. Yeah, I, think his, I think he's like, don't be ashamed. Embrace it. But you're going to get even fatter? Yep, you're a <laughs> like, disgusting monster. Like, not like, hey, why don't you rein it in at this point? Um, and also, I was upset that the joke was stolen in this movie. It's set up very early on that Danny DeVito's uh, ex-wife uh, was pregnated by someone in Aerosmith, which is a great dramatic scene of Danny DeVito. Aerosmith. Them. Aerosmith. She is a woman in her mid to late 30s. <laughs> she is, yeah, she is not. Who's pretty, you know, plain Jane looking. Sure, yeah. Okay. She's and, nobody that I feel like Steven Tyler yeah. is like raw dogging into the pregnancy. Way, well, here's the, uh, two problems with it. First of all, when they mentioned Aerosmith, my mind went immediately to third act, Aerosmith comes into the delivery room and yeah. sings, dude looks like a lady. Dude looks like a lady needed to be in this movie. And I was Buddy, like, I didn't even think about oh, that. That's that was, genius. That was my, and then you find out it's not even a dude from Aerosmith. It's just the trainer of the band Aerosmith. Like, why not in this movie just have someone and from also, Aerosmith are they, are they touring around with a personal trainer? I don't know. I don't know how Rockstar works. Oh, yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. If you're Aerosmith... I think you. I yeah. just don't think they look like guys who are super into. Oh, are you kidding? They got to keep that cardio ripped. up. They got to keep <laughs> okay. that cardio up. Joe Perry going. is like ripped, right. bro. Oh my gosh, guys, we had so much uh, to talk about here, but obviously we had an opinion about this movie. But there are some people out there that disagree with us. It is now time for second opinions. Second opinions from top to bottom. Crazy movies are fun. They're not your first, but they're gonna be a second. From the depths of Amazon, they come. Second opinions for everyone. Second opinions. All right. Well, the wow. junior is that what we're playing? We play that every single every time. Every time. Every time. That we're is it live. That is a lot. <laughs> if you guys Are we sure we're it... not just supposed to be playing one of those things? <laughs> no. It that, sounds that, like four things combined. That was uh, our song that we made, and that was Got a it. beautiful it's a song. It's a song. Okay. It cool. A song. Cool. Uh, do we? Are we? Do we license that? Oh yeah. That's is that. Is, is that ASCAP? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. That's great. There. Um, great. So said... if anybody covers that, we stand to make money. Oh, actually, I don't want to get too far ahead of it, but for the. <laughs> Hundredth episode, uh, Pharrell is actually going to sample what? that. Oh my God! That's great news. I will yeah. say this: if <laughs> if you are in our audience and would like to cover that song, or why not? I, I'm surprised nobody has covered our theme song. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, any covers, why not? Why open. not a cover? I would love Absolutely. an acoustic cover we're of our theme song. We're asking a lot of you guys. We're asking to do mashup trailers, animatics, fine we're, giants. Uh, yeah, fine giants. <laughs> yeah. And don't forget to send us your pap smears. I don't mind. I don't mind someone covering that song. That would be really nice. Yep. Um, these second opinions were insane. Uh, this one is from Veronica. Five out of five stars. It's like cheesecake. Terrible for you, but delicious is the title of the review. Ugh. And I'm just going to read one part <laughs> of it. I don't like that. I will say that this movie has become one of my favorite films, along with The Godfather, Hot Fuzz, Fight Club, and Jingle All the Way. What? Best way to watch this is with friends and alcohol. Lots 
of alcohol. Now, I would think, okay, she's on our page. Yeah. She's, she's like, I like, yeah. but all right, when she says Godfather, I'm like, okay, are you being funny? And Hot Fuzz, like, well, that, all right. Then Fight Club, if you go Godfather, Hot Fuzz, and Fight Club are like three of my favorite movies, I'd be like, well, those are all good choices, solid choices. Sure. Jingle All the Way is questionable, but I don't know what's going on with Veronica. And that is Veronica's top, top five movies. They get better. Derek Morrow writes, if you don't like Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, then you don't deserve to like his movies at all. And that's the truth. Five well, stars. Well, yeah. Well, that doesn't make any sense, uh, Derek Morrow. Uh, and then now they get a little bit more uh, fantastical here. Uh, this is from, <laughs> from a guy just named USA. The title <laughs> of the review is very compassionate. And he goes, although it has some editing problems, this is a great movie. When I first heard about it, I thought it was going to be a satire. But it's actually a very perceptive and compassionate film. Arnold S. plays a scientist who gets pregnant as part of testing a new drug, but things don't go as planned, and the results are simply hilarious. (laughs) He used his wife's pregnancies as his model for how a pregnant woman would act and imitated it very well. He never comes across as a homosexual, even though the drugs he's taking make him take on more and more aspects of femininity. It's well worth watching. Oh, boy. Five stars. That guy, who? That's USA wrote that. The USA wrote that. And I will say he's right. Our country? Yes. Our country wrote that. And you know they're doing Amazon reviews now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yes. I feel like, was that the NSA? The NSA is doing <laughs> Amazon reviews? Now, this is the thing that I actually really wanted to talk about uh, today. Apparently, I just want to make sure I'm going to get my facts straight. Up until now, you haven't wanted to talk about anything. By the way, I do think USA was onto something. Like, he doesn't come across as an effeminate man, which maybe is, you know, he because doesn't? of his acting. I didn't think so. I thought no, he, he came across. No, he definitely does. Yeah. Oh, as it, I thought I he felt came like, across as like a possessed man who is a woman. But isn't that more insulting wait, to a woman? You keep coming back to this belief. <laughs> He's not a woman. That he is a woman. All I'm saying He's is He's not a woman in the movie. To each her own. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a woman. And he slowly devolves. <laughs> Into more and more acting, more and more feminine. More stereotypes. I agree, but I didn't more, find him to be effeminate. I didn't find him to be like a feminine man. I don't I think he was doing be, a gay. I don't think he no. was doing a gay voice. I don't think he was doing. No, I don't think he was. Gay. I don't think he was trying to affect anything gay. I agree with that. Well, I would. But, argue but he's definitely becoming more and more feminine. That's I would for argue sure. that I agree with that. I would. I would argue what's well, stereotypically feminine. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. Okay. But he never appeared to be effeminate or Got like. I would argue that Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger in this movie has done more research than most, and I think that actually brings down his performance. He like watched his wife. He went mm. to uh, went to a pregnancy doctor. But they're also doing like lo- a lot of jokes are hinged hinged on are not are hinged hinge on like very stereotypical like he's making dinner for Danny DeVito right. and Danny DeVito's not coming home exactly. yet and he's like well I guess it's going to be cold and you, you said you were going to be home on time and I'm, I have feelings now and I am also a woman and I don't know yes I agree with that 100% <laughs> flawless impression <laughs> amazing impression fucking god I wanted damn to, I'm good I wanted to bring this up uh, Nate Kylie, our, our head researcher brought this to my head re- we have a head researcher <laughs> he's our now? head he's a part of a 15 person team um, in 100 two, episodes in, in 2000 <laughs> Seven, the Scottish artist Sandy Smith launched an essay writing competition asking entrants to attempt to prove that Junior could be considered the greatest movie of all time. 
Despite it being covered in the national press, the competition received fewer entries than there were prizes. Um, and this is from the winning essay. And I'd like to read you uh, just a little sampling from the winning essay. Okay, here we go. It could be argued that Junior is making the ultimate social statement by suggesting that extreme measures are sometimes the best way to hold up the traditional notion of family. Critically, the piece also fulfills the original criteria displayed in the introduction by fleshing out rounded characters in unexpected molds. For example, the intelligent doctor with a bodybuilder's physique by supplying a thought-provoking and boundary-pushing plot and displaying different facets to the film using signs and signifiers. You could argue that Junior is not a one-joke movie, but instead a it's film. It's a no-joke movie. <laughs> <laughs> instead a film that at the time of release was pioneering a new filmmaking style by addressing elements of non-places and banality without falling into the trap of making oh, the film itself a banal non-entity. This, coupled with the social commentary the film provides on a subject that applies to significantly almost every viewer in some manner or another, makes Junior not just a monumental work but one that could be termed as one of the greatest films <laughs> of all time. Wow. And that is a five-page essay. I just really? Wow. Oh, that's interesting. Him. And that guy won 50 pounds. Worth it. <laughs> um, wow. Oh, that's funny. Would you guys recommend Junior? Would you recommend? Uh, I would. I thought it I, – I didn't have a hard time watching it. I thought I, it was I, I, just I, completely insane and I couldn't believe it was happening. I think it's one of the craziest episodes that we've done. Yeah, like, I as, did as, as a, as oh, a see, big – I didn't – I did. I, really, I was like, I, I, for the most part, I thought it was a boring movie with, 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 uh, with things that could have been crazier. Or, again, once it got to dressing him up like a woman – You were to, on board. Then I was like, oh, great. Thank God this section has you arrived. You really like the cross-drilling. So you like that show uh, – Work It. Work It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's where I was like, oh, this is now super crazy. Up until then, obviously it's nuts, but they are they're so leaden in how they're dealing You're right. with it. Like they, it, it, you are right that it takes a while for them to sort of produce his belly. Well, too. this like is what he's happens. Just wearing a big sweatshirt. Once they get him pregnant, what they do is they basically just put him in Danny DeVito's house, and it becomes a domestic drama for like <laughs> yeah. 25, 30 minutes. So, right. like the first hour, I would say is kind of whatever. And once, but once it's like the middle of act two to the end, it, it's cuckoo crazy and is very funny and, and rewarding and, and insane. But eh, I mean, there's so many better bad movies that we've done. I feel like. Would you like. like to see a sequel that follows Junior and just her life and how she survived? Oh, no, no, that baby's going to die. With <laughs> 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 no food or sustenance. It, By the I way. wish the movie had ended with the baby being born, like stillborn, or being born like like a monster, or like something. <laughs> like like what did you expect? By the way, the Devito the Devito Little Man movie is yes. way better. I would have liked uh, I would have liked a sequel to scene. I would have liked the end scene to be Devito being pregnant. Why not? Yep. Why just Why just tease it? Just show me a two minute scene that would have been really fun because the movie ends so 
softly, yep. like like a feather a little, on a on a yeah. cotton ball. She's also like, about to pop at the end of the movie. Yes, Emma, she's yeah. Emma pregnant Thompson at the end of the movie, pregnant. which is so like, wow, they really got started quickly. They had yeah. just well, had this she, baby. They she, fucked in the in the maternity spa. Oh, I, I wonder if that's you know what I mean. We don't know when they and I'm sure they didn't use a condom. I hope they yeah. Nobody uses condoms. Nobody uses condoms in movies ever. No, I mean like, what's her name who fucked the account the trainer rather for Aerosmith? Yeah, she just raw dogged that guy. Why did she do that? There's a one night stand that she raw dogged and got knocked up. Come on, that's irresponsible. He's like works with a band. Yeah, traveling across the world. Gross. Uh, gross. This whole movie is disgusting. (laughs) Well, uh, except I will say, I genuinely I was reminded of. As I always am this time of year, usually by love, actually, um, how much I truly love Emma Thompson. She's amazing. I love Emma Thompson front to back, top to bottom. She's amazing. um, It made me want to rewatch Much Ado About Nothing. It made me want to rewatch Pride and Prejudice. Oh, interesting. Because I haven't seen that movie since it came out. and, And I remember her being amazing. After 100 episodes, should we just start the Emma Thompson podcast? <laughs> Every week, a different Emma Thompson movie. <laughs> Put this thing to bed. And we really, we really break it We out. just went, finally, finally, we're doing what we wanted what to do. It? She's just so fucking watchable and so, so alive. Yes. Like the From rest Nanny of the McPhee people in this movie to so Saving dead. Mr. Banks, she brings it all, all the and time. And she's like sexy Men in Black and 3. funny. I Got love it. her. She's oh, she's great. so sexy. I know. She's Very so sexy. sexy. I love her. Is she, is she single? She? I should. I want to go out with... <laughs> guys, if you're out there and you know Emma Thompson and she's single, please tell her I want to go on a date with her. Um, Honestly, she would be... I want to go on a date with right? her, too. Right? Well, all right. Oh, I mean, I'll be... go on a date with her, too. Uh, she... Uh, oh, she was married to Kenneth Branagh for a short That's time. That's true. Oh, yeah. Yes. And now she's been married since... 2003 to Greg Wise. Okay, disregard. Um, but Greg Wise, you know, maybe he's on the way out. Greg Wise is no. A, I hope uh, they're happy. An English actor. I hope they're happy. Producer. She deserves to be happy. She deserves I mean, happiness, yes. and I hope that she's found it with him. What is? She, what movies did she write? Uh, Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. I'm, I'm going to look at her right now. And um, she wrote. Uh, oh, she wrote a, quite a few. Yeah. She wrote uh, Nanny McPhee. Oh, uh, she wrote Pride and Prejudice. She wrote Sense and Sensibility. Oh, right. She wrote a, a, a TV series called Thompson, which I imagine she was the star of. Um, uh, she First? Also, was that the earliest credit? Uh, no, is that earliest, what launched her? The earliest cre- credit is There's Nothing to Worry About, a TV series uh, that Ooh. she wrote. Then Alfresco, <laughs> another TV series. Mm-hmm. And then Thompson, which looks like, like her Seinfeld. <laughs> how do you guys, we should it's, watch I, that for the I, How oh Did This Get Thompson? <laughs> It's uh, uh, Emma. How did, how did Emma episode. get Thompson? I think it's a sketch show. Oh, awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. I want to watch UK this immediately. sketch show. Six episodes with her, Kenneth Branagh, Amelda Staunton, uh, Stephen Moore, and Felita Law. She's a uh, Robbie Coltrane. Oh, She's the best. She Robbie really Coltrane is. from Gooby? Yeah. <laughs> Gooby himself. Or a Gooby? Gooby. <laughs> you mean Gooby? <laughs> Guys, we have done it. That's our hundredth episode. Oh. Felt great. Uh, we have a Twitter at HDTGM. You can follow us there. I will promote that uh, I just did a uh, Adult Swim infomercial called the Frank Pierre Resort and Casino. You can watch that on YouTube. What do you guys got? Um, Anything? Um, at the moment, no. My Twitter's at Miss June Diane. This is airing the day after Christmas, so Merry, I'm not Merry on Christmas Twitter. Too. I'm trying to think if there's anything to plug. No, not really. I don't well, think. Well, there you go. Um, we don't have much to tell you. What about our guest? Do you have anything to say? Guest? <laughs> Empty guest chair? Very, well, I will say I enjoyed, I enjoyed doing this as a, uh, a guestless yes. 100 episodes in, yeah. just the Guests. three of us. It I makes me it. feel real good. Real good. Real, 
real good. And that brings us to an end of our 100th episode of How Did This Get Made? And before I go, I must give a sincere and heartfelt thank you to Scott Ackerman and Jeff Ulrich, who brought me in to Earwolf and made me meet uh, amazing people here. Uh, people like our, our engineers, uh, Brett and Cody. They're amazing. They've stuck with us. All the engineers who have passed on. Uh, they have not died, but they've moved on to different places. Uh, all the amazing people here at Earwolf that work tirelessly, July, Ellie, Adam, Everybody here, and there's so many people I'm not naming, uh, they make this show run effortlessly and smoothly. And a big thanks to all of our interns, uh, Nate, Leanna, Avril. They are amazing to have here. Uh, and so we just want to say a, a big thank you to all of them for uh, for letting us make a podcast for you guys. Uh, that is as sincere as I'm going to get. All right, we'll see you next week for a mini episode. Make sure to send in your corrections and omissions to the Earwolf message boards. That's right. You can do it and you can hear your name on the mini episode. Won't you be so happy? You'll be so proud. You can play it for your mom or your dad at Christmas and go, look at me. I'm so famous. I was mentioned on a free podcast. Oh, cereal? No. How did this get made? Never heard of it. See you next week. Bye-bye. How did this get made?